Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no sir crew goes on a beatdown between WWF and WCW. Nope. Guys, this is the last Monday night of the year, 1999. <laughs> is it a beatdown when the one side is beating itself down? And the other yes. side just watching going, okay. Hey, uh, we don't king shame her. <laughs> hey. hey, guys, you do, you do you. We'll just continue doing what got us to the top. Speaking of the top, I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hello, hello. Good evening, Governor. And uh, the, uh, how's it go? The powers of podcast, Mike Wubel. First of all, take the bass out your voice, slap nuts. I will now be known as the chosen one. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, shit. Okay. I, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Thank you for that one. So the last Monday night of 1999, I would say it's the last Nitro. However, however they decided to do a special. <laughs> I would say, much like the real 99, really went out on a whimper. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much for the end of the world. So, Corey, can you believe yeah. this? Can you believe that? We're a year, well, like 13 months 13 away. Months. 13 months away from being done with the war stories. Between and are them. they making it a fucking bitch for us to finish? Yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers. God damn it. Employing goddamn Univer- NBC Universal to fucking make it. We got heat, brothers. Difficult. I got heat. Oh, we got heat. <laughs> I got all kinds of heat with the peacock, the e-cock, all of it. If there's cock involved, I've got heat. We try to stay away, for, you know, throughout the five years, we have tried not, we've tried to stay in the year of night, whatever year we're doing. But for right now, we can go off, off topic, off the rails and go, fuck you, Peacock, and, and fuck, fuck you, WWE. Yeah, fuck you for selling out. You, you fucking s- asshole. You sold out. We've been doing this show for five years now. <laughs> You're going to sell out? You can't go to HBO Max where they don't censor shit? Right. God damn, you got to go to fucking Eacock, Peacock? It's not TV, it's HBO, uh, okay? Yeah. But... Five, five years, and now we have to. Lucky enough, we have a, a, a source that has some of the stuff. And the thing is, if we didn't have a source, we would have to wait till August. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm not even. I maybe. would not bank on that. Yeah. At, at the rate of them editing things, <laughs> who knows? Can you imagine that job? Imagine, That's your dream job. Imagine if you're not even a wrestling oh, fan. It's not Corey's dream job to edit shit yeah, out. <laughs> to, edit, to edit the Monday Night Wars into like uh, unwatchable little files. That would be, be PG television. Fuck that. That would be dude. great for Corey. Like I just want to see him like crying as <laughs> like erasing segments. Dude, okay, so I saw a tweet the other day that made me laugh so hard. I cried, okay? Well, it said Nitro Tire. I was like, what? It was uh they had a red carpet thing before WrestleMania 12. Yep. Right? Because it's in Hollywood. And Goldust at the time with Marlena. And he's oh. doing his weird crawling thing. And it's like Goldust trying to crawl past the uh, peacock uh, <laughs> sensor. <laughs> so. I was like, God damn it. I hope you really enjoy watching Boogeyman content. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they're editing all of the th- stuff we need to be watching. However, our source. We good. So, uh, the show c- goes on. We good, fam. But for us now. We had to watch it basically unedited. Yeah, original. Original theme song. So, ho- but I'm gonna mi- I'm gonna miss the DDP. 
It's all right. He Network. Changed, his, his theme changes in early 2000 anyway, so we're probably losing that. <laughs> God damn it. There's something even worse. God damn it. So With Imag- Cat, though. Now, imagine the beginning of DDP's tried and true theme. You're like, dum da dum da dum 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 self high five. There goes, There he goes in like a hip-hop beat. I am going to miss the Cat's Network theme. Which we haven't heard for like months now. So, we got that to look forward to in the year of 2000 and beyond, but we got to talk about Nitro and Raw. And we do. So, first, we skip Nitro. December 27th. Seems like Russo did. 1999, we're in Houston, Texas. He knows already. (laughs) If he didn't, he he knew after this fucking show. For the last episode of Nitro, or we should say, New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil. So let's get into it. When did they first start pubbing this event? New Year's Evil? Was it like... August. S- it was August, right? Because Bischoff was still there because it was this was going to be the whole, You're, we're going to give away a million dollars and Kiss is going to perform and a Nitro pay-per-view. Because this was supposed to be a pay-per-view yeah. leading into the Kiss concert, leading into New Year's Day. And none of that happened. Yeah, no, because it was supposed to be December 31st. The pay-per-view was going to happen from... 9 to midnight or like 11.55 and then Kiss was going to come on and be on it uh, at the stroke of midnight when that sounds terrible right I mean because it's 19 Kiss had their little tiny resurgence in the very late 90s but not to that level like it's not like you were going to get any young people you were going to get young people's dads. Right. You got Tony. He was really well, I mean, excited Because he fits the age range. Yeah, he's, the, he's the demographic. He grew up in the late 70s and early 80s when Kiss was fucking huge. Yep. So we start the show off with a recap of uh, Thunder, Goldberg destroying all members of NWO. And himself. And then deciding to go one-on-one with a limo. It is weird they, like, straight up just talk about it. It was kind of weird, actually. They were not WWE. I, WWE and they highlighted, like, yeah, this is where lose. his hand explodes all over the car. They kind of they kind of had to, because it was like you had to explain why all of a sudden the one guy you've been building around, uh, including that show where it was going to be a huge thing, is this persona non grata now for like six months. He's not gone as long as I thought he was. So that's cool, but you, so we see a recap of that. Then we see the NWO walking backstage and they're just chit chatting. Aka, you can't hear them, so that's cool to know. See. A lot of audio gaffes on this Nitro. Maybe the Astrodome was just... Someone was tampering with the wiring trying to get a little advantage here. I thought someone was hitting the trash can in the back. It was weird. Uh, commentary is... Uh, <laughs> is that a euphemism for drugs? Sure. <laughs> I hit the trash can now and then. <laughs> That's how they cue it PG. Yeah. Uh, commentary team is uh, Tony Schiavone, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and Mike Tanay. Where's Hudson? Where's Hudson? Yeah. Tanay out of here. Get the voice of Mike Tanay out of here. You know what? Actually, get Bobby out of here. Then we get another recap. I hate to say that. It, it Ugh, sucks to say that. Gross. Then we get another recap, the video footage of Goldberg hurting himself. And, uh, Back into the left. They, uh, <laughs> they, uh, I think the, this recap, it was unedited. It wasn't black and uh, yeah, no, white, was, so you saw the blood. Uh, Goldberg has a shredded tendon surgery. He had surgery, and he got 40 stitches and should be able to heal and be fine in months. He's so lucky he didn't lose his arm. Yes. What a fucking idiot. Uh, the Outsiders are supposed to defend their tag titles tonight. However, Scott Hall hasn't been seen today. Uh, Executive Vice President Bill Bush said, you know what? I've had enough of the powers that be. 
if Scott and then uh, they go on and say that if Scott Hall doesn't show up uh, before four and it's five o'clock now, the outsiders will be stripped of their tag titles. Good old uh, putting some uh, behind the scenes stuff in front of the camera. Yeah, but I don't understand though. You just handed the U.S. title to Benoit because Hall couldn't work. Yep. But now you're just going to vacate the tag title? Why don't you just hand them to the number one contenders? And you know what that means, guys? Another motherfucking tournament. That's right. As Another power- tag team tournament. That's right, because the powers that be have decided, I'm going to one-up oh, Mr. Bush fuck. and say we're going to have a lethal lottery. Oh, I God. swear to God. God. This fucking dude. Tag tournament starts tonight. Ugh, and more on that later. We'll get to the Nitro. Let me recap the oh, tournament, oh, please. please. do. So we could get a re... Uh, just I want a re-reaction to the fucking teams that we get to watch. I'm trying to see... Well, I've got all the Did, teams. I'm, no, I'm trying to see <clears throat> when they bring it up that... uh. The the match rundown because I'm because they make a match rundown right and they bring up that Bret Hart's taking on it's usually in the beginning yeah who's Bret taking on tonight guys Jerry Flynn oh yeah Jerry Flynn he's yeah. taking Jerry Flynn that normal wait wait is he in the block no I hope hey you want you want to mess with the world champ you get your ass out the block <laughs> uh, however then Chris Jerry Flynn should be like nah bro you Chris, come here Chris shampoo or champagne. Canyon decides to come on down and join ringside. Boy, is this a gimmick already dead on arrival? As our first match tonight is Brian Nobbs versus Bam Bam Bigelow. This was on pay per view in May, guys. Slambury was. This was relevant in 1986. We're not in 1986. <coughs> uh, the highlight. <coughs> also, me. the wrong guy's getting pushed, but hey, you know, I know yeah. there's that. Uh, the highlight, though, is these two guys decide to fight near the merch table. I thought that was this year already. And like, the- God damn it! <laughs> No, it's 99. <laughs> and they uh, they fight near the merch. However, they don't get a camera out there. And Canyon decides to pull, uh, play Road Dog and do... Uh, uh, yeah, so Road Dog did it awesome. Norman was, eh, this is terrible. Yeah. You couldn't hear him because he kept calling fans marks. <sighs> and um, uh, Nobbs puts Finley through a table and... <laughs> Theoretically... <laughs> Actually, I think Canyon put him through a table. Or someone did? I think I'm, Canyon did. Because he was like, uh, I don't know what happened, but now it's the win. Well, just, someone went through a table. I just have to take your word for it because yeah. we couldn't see shit. It was terrible, dude. Awesome start, guys. Awesome start. Just Th- off. Then hey, we go I'll, back. I only go up from here. I can it. Yes. As we go backstage with the NWO yelling at J.J. Dillon. Nope, went down. Got it. Nash throws him the title and then Brett knees J.J. in the gut. <laughs> I like how Brett's the heavy this week. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> Who are you to doubt, Scott Paul? <laughs> then we see uh, Sid and Benoit showing up as they're driving into the arena. Uh, then fuck, Sid's in a car. God damn it. <laughs> Nothing oh. good come of this. Well, they... How's uh, that? Well, uh, Moses doesn't park it. As the NWO <laughs> then come by and they check out the head, there's a uh, NWO monster truck. <laughs> and then, then they notice Sid's car. As uh, Jeff has to say, uh, big goof, I got to turn off his lights. Have they? <laughs> he's not wrong. Have they shown that moss truck before this at any point recently? Uh, no. No. 1996. Yeah, what? when the giant fell. Why is there just a fucking monster truck? What the fuck, man? Well, I, you, what? you guys have to remember, in like 98, 90, 97 to 98, 
Monster Truck was a big thing for WCW. Oh, you had no, the Sting, I know. You had the Goldberg, NWO. They haven't even popped the Goldberg truck. Yeah, I don't know why. But so out of nowhere, there's a truck. Uh, all bro, right. bro, bro. So uh, something about Monster Truck does not scream Vince Russo to me. It just doesn't work. But if, it was something that they did on the other show with the other bald guy, and it worked. And you've seen how fresh his ideas are. Uh, Jesus. Yep, and then we go to the ring with Sid as he cuts a promo. <laughs> Sid says that the NWO, to the NWO payback will be a bitch. <laughs> Sid then goes and says that him, Ben Wall, and Goldberg are going to watch each other's back. Well, you fucking failed at that already. Yeah. And uh, they're going to take out the NWO one by watch one. Goldberg's front because he's an idiot. <laughs> go, uh, Sid then goes and says how this is gang war- warfare, uh, and they're going to kick the NWO's oh, ass. Oh, shit. Los Bariquas is here. Yeah. <laughs> We're solving We're yeah, solving I'm uh, the king of the trip off the rack. So I have a question. Yeah. And this actually might answer itself in a week when we start watching the other shows. Uh, why does Sid start keep talking during his music? Do they just Is it different on the unedited version? Because he just talks during his music. No, for some reason, that's just something he started doing. Jesus it's a Sid Christ. thing. We Sid, miss like half his fucking promo every week. Sid yeah. started it doing that, and I guess um, he like passed that along. If you go go and watch old Harlem Heat, and they talk in the camera during their intro, like that was Sid's idea. Can you just wait till you get out to the ring to start talking? That'd be cool. <laughs> he said he, he told Booker to always talk on the way to the ring because it's extra time to get yourself over that your opponent's not utilizing. Which in theory is not wrong. It makes not, sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't hear it. <laughs> you hear it. Uh, so Sid saying that he has Goldberg's back and Ben Wall's back. Then he goes, well, Goldberg's hurt. That sucks for him. I'm in line now <laughs> to take on Brett for the title. Yeah, I'm really sincere about it. So it's sold out, guys. It will be Sid versus Bret Hart, <laughs> according to Sid. Sid, he did it for the Berg. <laughs> he set him up. Uh, Brett, uh, Chris Benoit comes out and then pulls his attention to one Jeff Jarrett. Uh, he says Jarrett's talent has taken him, uh, taken over by his ego and greed. Uh, it says that Benoit at sold out. Benoit's going to kick his ass. So he challenges, challenges Jeff Jarrett to a triple threat theater, a dungeon rules match, a bunkhouse brawl match, and a cage heat match, a.k.a. a cage match. With the gimmicks and the, and the yeah. as uh, there will be a two, out, it's basically a two out of three falls match. Guaranteed to go three. It's what it is, and I, I'm surprised that you're not calling this like it is. I was going to ask you. Call this it, is it? actually WCW coming up with a gimmick that F would would steal. Yep. With three stages of hell. Yep. That's what this is. Yep. It's just called something different. They don't do that cur- in current day, and I kind of I wish they would do that. L- like maybe one every couple years, yeah, not like, like not, not one not, a year, not a pay per view. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would definitely be. Can you imagine that? Welcome to WWE Three Stages of Hell, where there's like four matches, but they're all two out no, of three. No, it, it, it'd be in the Triple Threat Theater. <laughs> yeah. That's what it'd be called. They would, yeah. Actually, if it's NXT, it's definitely be called Triple Threat Theater because Triple H just goes back to all those WWE gimmicks. If you notice, I mean, fuck <laughs> New Year's Evil. I'm fucking waiting for goddamn NXT Saturday night. That'd be awesome. We then we go backstage with uh, the NWO spray painting Sid's new car. Uh, they drew a face Man. on it. The band is back in NWO and for life. Whose car's more fucked up, him or Howard? Jesus, man. They're neck and neck. Hope for insurance. Sid at this point. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Can you imagine driving that lot? 
Yeah, uh, they just spray painted an NBO on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry. Uh, then, uh, then, <laughs> so we get this right. We 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 just witness them spray painting. Hey, they don't see it. It just it's it's done, and they're just there. Yeah, they're admiring. Oh no no no! Like, they're on top. Like they're spray. They're shown. They're 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 caught red handed. They're committing the act. They're committing. I the didn't act. see anything. As as a strong member of the NWO, so I don't I, was, I don't re- to the best of my recollection, I don't remember seeing the spray paint. Well, don't I was, worry. I was blinded by my brand new silver and black NWO shirt. Well, you guys don't have to worry <laughs> this because WCW Mark over here <laughs> yeah. trying you to ga- stir shit up. Well, you guys don't have to worry about it because then they show a recap of what just happened. <laughs> it's just I, them spray painting. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> I'm like, what we're, is we're happening? Let me check my news. notes. Fake news. Nah, I don't have it. We're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. Well, we can do that if you want. <laughs> Goddamn. Then we, then we see Sid and Benoit running to their car for like, just check if their shit's been... What's Benoit running for in his car? <laughs> he didn't pay for that shit. In fact, I would let Sid run out there, then I'd attack him from behind, and all of a sudden the shot's mine. Boom! Hate to see it. Goldberg and Sid both went out. <laughs> yeah, hate to see it. Hate to see it. Looks like it's my match now. Silent but deadly. <laughs> or silent but violent, whatever the fuck this thing yep, is. Silent but silent violent. violent. Both flexing Bibles. <laughs> what, was, what, that's the shirt. Uh, what, our next match is a lethal lottery tag, ter, no. tag match in the tag team tournament. <clears throat> yep. As it's one buzzkill with Mike Rotundo with the varsity Ba-na-na-na. club. Ba-na-na-na. Versus Conan with the Filthy Animals and Dean Malenko <gasps> of Jess, the Revolution. You mean the Revolution and Filthy Animals are being forced to team? Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Also, every fucking match the tag team had nine fucking people with them. Like, yeah. Jesus. So here's the thing Lethal Lottery. I love the idea. Yeah. But it's, not when Vince Russo. But in all fairness, other bookers have done the same thing where it's just, hey, every match, everybody who's feuding magically gets put together. That's garbage. That sucks. When was Buzzkill and Mike Rotundo feuding? The only difference at 1988 for the NWA TV title. Clash of the Champions, three, buddy. Who are you to doubt the database? <laughs> Damn good match back then. <laughs> um, so, like, well, the only time they didn't do the whole, like, oh, everybody who's feuding is going to be was the first time they did Lethal Lottery, Starcade 91. Damn. And if you watch that show, not good. It's very clear they did not gimmick anything. <laughs> they just did a blind random drawing. Some of the matches work, yeah, but some of it is fucking boring. <laughs> because they got to think, not only are there no personal issues, right? Yep. But it was literally a blind draw going live into the pay-per-view. The guys didn't have time to work together, figure out anything they were going to do. They just were told real quick which team was winning. Jesus Christ. And they're like, here, you got 14 minutes. These two are winning. Get out there. Uh, Yikes. So you've got teams like Jushin Thunder Liger and Giant Gonzalez. (laughs) Supply and demand, baby. (laughs) As I'm calling uh, Buzzkill on the uh, Rotunda. Is that Team Little Big? Is that what that is? Uh, uh, (laughs) Team Buzz Club versus the Filthy Filthy Revolution. I was trying to figure out something to do with like. Weed and taxes. <laughs> God damn it. The Buzz Club. Yeah. Uh, also, Nash and Hall will be a team tonight. Since, oh. you know, well, that's random. They had to get rid of their belts, but they're a team in this lethal lottery random drawing. Yes. For the tag titles. But guys, Scott right. Hall has not been sh- uh, seen tonight. So, hey. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, Co- Conan closes his buzz kill and his wig falls off. 
And then the animals. And Tony just calls it. Yeah, hey, big fellow. Yeah, calls it. Uh, and the animals in Revolution begin to brawl with each other on the outside. Malenko puts Buzzkill in the clover leaf. Asia gets in the ring and distracts the ref. Leah me- Meow then jumps on top of her. Duggan comes out of nowhere and hits Malenko with a two by four and puts Buzzkill on top of him for the win. So the team that's moving on. It's something that resembles a two by four, but it almost bent in half when he hit him. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that uh, hammer that Vader stepped on. Well, it's kind of hammer. Then we see one Jeff Jarrett spray painting NWO on the stuff in the back. I don't don't understand. He had a spray can in his hand and spraying silver stuff all over. Um, they come up to. Uh, he was reading. He reads by moving to the letter. He was cleaning it off, sir. First of all, oh, but, it's NWOs. It says, says NWO. Okay, oh. but then, but then they go to probably a dangerous spot when they go to the production truck, and then they pull the cord, <laughs> and we go fade to black. Well, you know, it's Vince Russo, so you can't have anything original. Remember, very early on in the original NWO, they're tagging the production truck yep. and fucking with it. So Vince Russo, being the um, brilliant mind that he is, came up with the idea of the yeah. New World Order to to fuck with the production truck. President Lawn Dart fucking La Parka to the side of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's La Parka doing? <laughs> <laughs> they threw him like, like a dart. Knowing Psychosis is luck in 99, though, at the last second, they'd just have Psychosis go out there and do the, be the long dart. We're going to need you to go out and just... Head first, buddy. <laughs> and he he's so beaten down by the tree. He's like, whatever. Jesus Christ. They chuck his chair instead. <laughs> he just chucks himself into the fucking thing. He's like, hey, if you do this, uh, you'll get a third world tie ride. You didn't win, but you know, here you go. <laughs> but you're gonna have to chop it immediately. <laughs> oh, we took your mask too. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody to- more besides Owen Hart? Has anybody in the wrestling business been more fucked with in 1999 than Psychosis? In WCW. Anybody want to pee that? Then uh, who? Then Owen Hart. Okay. I would say he was fucked with a little more. A little severe. Well, only once. <laughs> so you're saying psychosis has it worse because it's yeah. recurring. Yeah. <laughs> Owen got out. <laughs> psychosis is having an endless fall. God damn it. He keeps regenerating like <laughs> Doctor Who. People want Owen to come back. Because <laughs> the fuck about psychosis. <laughs> he gets, he, an endless fall of... Uh, Mindless love of uh, getting thrown in the uh, uh, production truck. My then we come back and we're and we're back love. from black and we're in fuzzy photo and this and a limo shows up. It's yes, Scott. sir. Oh, it's it's Scott. Scott. It's Scott. Scott it's Steiner. Not, it's not the right Scott Whoa. Steiner. As uh, one Rick Steiner is hanging out and they uh, put him in the wheelchair. He has a back brace on. I'm he has glad, a cane. I'm glad that the games master Kevin Sullivan let Rick take some time off from the varsity <laughs> club meetings. I didn't know it was Scott Steiner because he's about 70 pounds lighter with no muscle. But, you know, other than that, Jesus, man. It's a guy that looks like Scott Steiner. That's, he's half the man he used to be. a vague resemblance to Scott Steiner. By the way, just a quick aside. Um, the, the, w, the NXT roster should be very, very afraid. Uh, Triple H on the conference call today said that when it comes to Rick Steiner's kid, the apple did not fall far from the tree. And he's just like his dad. Amazing. Dumb as fuck. <laughs> I was thinking powerful more like... Powerful as shit. Powerful as shit and stiff. Amazing. I see this thing. He's, he, should, he should sign Jacob Hatsu and make him a tag team. <laughs> then Crimes we get, and misdemeanors. 
We go back. We see the NWO still destroying things. They destroyed catering here. Hey, 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 hey. No, no, no. First of all, redecorating. They didn't destroy it. Okay, what happened was it's well known. Bret Hart likes his fucking bagels. Yep. Okay. He likes them all kinds. The plain, the blueberry. He likes the everything bagel. He came to fucking Houston, Texas. Yep. That shithole of a city inside that big giant fucking toilet of a state. Yep. All he wants is his goddamn bagel. Did anybody save any bagels for the world heavyweight champion? Nope. No, they didn't. They left fucking disgusting fruits and vegetables that had flies all over it. Cheeses. He's not a man. He needs, he needs a bagel guy. They, they left him English huh? muffins. Yeah. So what he did is he fucking, he got mad. He tipped over the fucking Corey. catering. Frustrated isn't the goddamn word for it. <laughs> That's awesome. Was, was, he, was he so sick and tired? <laughs> he, you know, he was. Goddamn yeah. sick and tired of it. He'll you know, push an old man down. He don't give a fuck. Well, and Jeff was just pissed anyway. What Slap nuts. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to the next match, guys. That's not. Shane. <laughs> I'm already out. Versus Tank Abbott. I'm double out. Uh, oh. They uh, they bring up that uh, Tank Abbott is fined $10,000 for punching Doug Dillinger. This is a squash match. They knock, uh, He knocks out Shane. Security comes out and Abbott walks away. I hate that I know what's coming with this. It makes me so sad. <laughs> then we see one uh, Scott Steiner headed to the ring with Rick pushing him in the wheelchair. Then here's, I think, one of my favorite things of the show. They show the Mayhem winners. <laughs> and yep. good God almighty. That, my, my thought, tell me if I'm wrong. This was a rib. Yes, it was. They it picked had these to. people on purpose to fuck with them. Because that was the most gaggly looking group of fucks I'd ever seen in my goddamn life. Those were... Wrestling fans. In, in my notes, I say we see the fans, and oh my, this is uh Miss NWO two thousand all over again. What the fuck is this shit? These are the people that we saw. Are the people you go as a wrestling fan going? This is why sometimes I'm not I'm not happy being a wrestling. Fan. The first thing I thought of, you know where I'm going, Chris Jericho's biography. Yep, Kentucky people. Yep, Kentucky people. Yep, backwards Kentucky people. Uh, however, after the First show, thing I thought of. after the show, guys, they get to uh, hang out with some of the wrestlers and the Nitro Girls. By some of the wrestlers, I mean like PG thirteen and who's probably getting fit in real well with them. And by the Nitro Girls, they're like, no, not a chance. Yeah, no, <laughs> not even no. a damn chance nope. here. Then they give us a package of the history of one Scott Steiner, Scotland. Then Scott comes out to the old start of the music. How cool was that? That I was fucking it. sick. That I was, was like, cool. oh, shit, dude. I was like, I, yeah. dust this bitch up. I had to download that song like after the first time I listened to that. It's such a terrible song. It so is. we have two brothers <laughs> and Rick and Scott. So awesome. They, like, oh, and like, oh. the, my favorite line of the song is like, I don't do drugs. I'm like, well, I mean, oh, well, I mean Rick Scott, does. Scott doesn't. Rick is, Rick is dirty. Uh, I love the crowd that were like, the fuck is this music? Who is this? It had been so long since they used it <laughs> that they were like, "Who?" Um, <laughs> Scott's very emotional here. Uh, he's, he went to the doctor the other day, and the doctor says he has a degenerated disc and some uh, oh, like, degeneration X. Uh, like, and he has to uh, his discs are in there sucking, 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 and they're fusing, and he has to get. And uh, they doctors told him that he had to retire. 
Scott breaks well, down. When you fuse this, it's not a good sign. <laughs> As he says, the toughest thing about this is that it's him being forced to retire, and he wished that he could wrestle with his brother again. And then the NW music stops, and it starts, and then it stops. And then it starts up again. This is one of my all-time favorite Bret Hart moments. Boo-hoo, yada yada. <laughs> get get so out of the ring. Let's get a quick hand for Scott Stanner, <laughs> who is a great wrestler and whatever. Yeah. Boo-hoo, yada yada. Get the hell. You know, honestly, Scott, you were never that good yeah, anyway. Scott, you weren't that good. <laughs> By the way, Scott, you weren't that good either. Bret Hart, in this moment to me, is equal. It's equal to the... To the to the Pennsylvania, yep. It's equal to El Dandy. Like to me, this is this is up there with my favorite Bret Hart. Heel Bret Hart is such a treasure. Boo, like, yada, you are a great athlete, and you know whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then they chucked the, the wheelchair that Scott <laughs> came like, down. Don't forget your wheelchair. Jesus. Then they begin to talk, and then a, you can notice a stagehand tell them to wrap it up. And then Jarrett comes out and smashes him with the guitar. But my favorite part was like, well, what's going on? Let me, let me read that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nash is like, count me down. Oh, we're going to break. Yeah. Then they go to. Oh, hey, man. So goes, far, I'm loving this interview. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's a break. We'll be right back. And then they go to break. And then they're still in the ring when they come back. I, I just w- wonder what the hell they said during like commercial. Can you get away with just any- crowd, It's just crowd work. Do you, you, do you notice uh, when they come back? Jeff's like, you anybody want to hear a survey? I got your survey, survey right here. here. Yep. <laughs> and Nash is talking like absolute shit to the crowd. Do you know why? Because this time around, they were explicitly told not to get face pops. Yeah. To not try to be the cool hills. So Scott Hall got in a lot of trouble the Thursday prior. Yeah. Because he did the whole hey yo survey thing. Yep. And he was explicitly told not to. Which is interesting. Scott Hall's probably like, fuck you. What are you going to do? Fire me? Oh, that's right. You can't. <laughs> right. Uh, Nash tells uh, Bill Bush that um, stay out of their business and they can, they'll can take care of it. He then says that they can take the titles away from them, but uh, sooner or later, they're going to get them back because no one can beat them. Uh, Nash then says, you know, hey, Scott will be here. Nash, Nash then asks, why are, they, uh, why are they supposed to blow up this shithole of a building how many Houston Cowboy pussies can they fit in here? <laughs> and I went, excuse me. He's taking the directive to heart. He's not trying to get cool points. Uh, Nash then Nashville says Goldberg. Uh, Nash <laughs> then says Goldberg made a mistake, and the game is now deadly. Oh, almost the game. Uh, Hitman Brett gets to talk and says, "Hey guys, by the way, Brett four, Goldberg zero. <laughs> Brett com- uh, Brett compares Goldberg to Doctor Kevorkian." Goldberg has to be stopped. Jesus. Uh, Hart then turns his attention to Sid, saying he's going to kick his ass at sold out if he likes it or not. Jarrett wants to uh, call the Astrodome the Asshole Dome, which, by the way, are not being bleeped out. No, no. Uh, Jarrett agrees to the match, and then Sid then drives his car down the ringside, spray painted it all. But then the N- says spray paint his own car. That was weird. That's weird. The NWO run off, but then Kurt Henning comes out and attacks Sid. And you know, once you're NWO, you're NWO for life. He's trying to make good with the powers that be. What the fuck is happening? Sid then tosses Henning on the hood of the car. Who the fuck asked for that reject Kurt Henning and NWO? Get the fuck I, out of here! I kind of wish they would have let him for one week because I, I I I like the idea 
of each week, somebody trying to get in. A past member. And then, like, they totally just, they fail at their mission and all that. And then the next week, Brett just fucking skewers them. <laughs> You're not good enough to be with us, you looking loser. Then we get a promo, the revolution assault on America, as they cut a promo. They're not wrong about that. In the front of the White House. Been assaulting my Monday of night viewing for months now. Basically, the whole thing is Saturn with a fishing net, and it catches a guy wearing a Clinton mask. <laughs> then Thunder gives us They give us a recap from Thunder Of the hardcore tag match highlights Hillary. Our next match guys It's Norman Smiley with Asia Versus Saturn and Hacksaw Jim Duggan In a lethal Jeez. lottery tag oh, match Really? Duggan and the Revolution are forced to team? Jesus You didn't see that coming Christ. right? Motherfucker Doug, uh, Douglas joins commentary They showed Duggan's family and I, he's like, where were they at? I want to go talk to them. I'm like, please do. He wants them to denounce America. Yeah. Like, that would have been great. I had visions of uh, Jerry Lawler in 93 going up into the fucking bleachers to roast Stu and Helen Hart during Brett's match. <laughs> I wish they would have done that, but, you know, they didn't pull the trigger. Ha ha! I'm the franchise! And the kids are like, who the fuck are you? Smiley hits a uh, big elbow drop. Are you Dean Douglas? No. <laughs> My daddy's a superstar. Do you work with him? Yeah. I got your workout tapes. <laughs> uh, Saturn has a big elbow drop on uh, Norman Smiley. However, Smiley has a catcher gear uh, uh, stuff on, so that hurts Saturn more. Saturn tells Asia to tag out, bec- and then she shoves him. Asia then low blows Saturn. Asia then hits a superplex on Saturn. Duggan hits old glory on uh, runs uh, on Sa- hits old glory on Saturn, and puts. Uh, Smiley on top of him for the cover, and your winners, Norman Smiley and Asia. The fuck. After the match, uh, Smiley begins to celebrate with Asia, hugging her, but then Asia does a belly to belly on to him. Cool. Duggan then chases them off that bent two by four, <laughs> and then we get the uh, old WWE uh, F trope that Duggan's family gets in the ring, and they celebrate to the chant of USA. By the way, can I can I cut in here? You may. Because here's where they just chopped 45 minutes out of the fucking broadcast, broadcast on the network. So let me give you what happened. Uh, and the next match was a tag team title tournament match. Lethal Lottery, if you guys don't know. Mark it down. Yep. Lash LaRue and Midnight defeated Harlem Heat. What? Yep. Yes. Huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, Bret Hart defeated Jerry Flynn to retain the world title in under four minutes. And then PG-13, baby, in a tag team tournament match, defeated Berlin and Rick Steiner. (sighs) And that's what we did not get to watch. So I would say, uh, how dare them, but I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) Any chance to see this Bret Hart, I want to see. So, God damn it. uh, They do do a promo for Sold Out. We get a promo for that. So they're already promoting it. Yeah. Our next match is for the U.S. title. Is this won't kid- do much good. But- <laughs> Kidman versus Jeff Jarrett. Okay. All right. You've got my attention. Mm. Uh, back and forth match here. Kidman get- does his good old trope of getting thrown over the top rope and him not catching himself. <laughs> Nash throws him back in the ring. I don't want to have that trope. <laughs> Nash throws him back in the ring. The ref eyeballs him. He's like, I'm just hey, doing hey, my job ooh, here. Ooh. Nitro okay. special here. As well, the, I mean, if anything on this fucking show, yes. I would hope this match would be the Nitro special. Uh, filthy Animals come out and brawls with the NWO. Kidman reverses the powerbomb and goes for the Shining Star Press, but Nash clips him with the baseball bat. 
Jarrett hits the stroke for the win. Hey, he was Nash was stretching. No. He was doing practice swings. Seriously. They're in the Astrodome. He had the fever of the Houston Astros feeding through him. I mean, Lance Berkman a, sucks. He was he trying was, to destroy the team. Last, no, time we there, last time we were in Houston for uh, Nitro, the uh, No Limit Soldiers were here. Hootie hoo. Hootie hoo. Hootie hoo. NWO attack filthy animals. As beat them all up. Nash spared Rey Mysterio because he's on crutches. But Mysterio, oh, then, in front of a trailer. Mysterio then uh, takes some swings with that crutch. <laughs> well, that's the last well, time you're going to get any sympathy. And uh, <laughs> Nash then just tries to destroy him with that crutch <laughs> and that bad knee. Hates yeah, it. That was a bad move. Yeah. Bad move, Ray. Dumb decision, Ray. That's why Dominic's, why you're not Dominic's dad. Speaking of dumb, let's go to the ring with me and Gene as here comes the Toll Package with Liz as Toll Package is still dressed up as Sting. Sting. As the Toll Package keeps saying, I'm Sting and I'm a dumbass. <laughs> This is where they got that Shane Braun feud from. Gene doesn't want to play along with this, and Package like, work with me here. <laughs> Just work with me. Yeah, he does. He goes, dude, work with me. Package says that he's staying in the, you know, the toll Package toy kicked my ass at <laughs> the last paper <laughs> Uh I love the fact that the Package was always, well, who? Like, woo! After every, like, every comment, he's like, so Package t- kicked my ass at, woo! <laughs> I thought, I thought it was funny. The lights go out. You think it's midnight. Um, the lights come back on, and Gene's out of the ring, but there's black roses surrounding the package. What, fuck, Undertaker coming in now? Tony says, oh, black black roses. They symbol death. I mean... I didn't know I didn't know Shivani was a big... Uh, uh, he tried. <laughs> Rest in peace. It's the Black Dahlia? What are we doing here? We go to uh, backstage with Kevin Nash as he's talking with Scott. Sounds like Mr. Scott Hall is lost because he doesn't know where the big arena is downtown. Houston's a big town. Well, you know. <laughs> just look up. There's this giant building. Where did the... Uh, was it the uh, what was the other building they used to run? In Houston? Yeah. Uh, the Summit. The Summit. That's yeah. what it was. Which became the Compact Center. Yeah. And now it's like... Because the Sportatorium is in Dallas? Yeah. Dallas. It's like Joel Austin's house now. Cool. Fuck that guy. Right. When your house is a former NBA-sized arena. That fake-ass Zach Braff-looking motherfucker. Fuck him. JD. Not him from Scrubs. Well, not, not, not him, but, but Joel Austin. Fuck him. I can't stand that guy. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. Um, speaking of fuck, let's go to our next lethal lottery match. As it's Fit Finley and Ming. They're going to fuck <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, I mean, whatever. Versus the Harris boys. Oh, God. However, Ming and Finley begin to brawl with each other. I mean, and the yeah. Harris brothers begin to brawl with them. However, Ming and Finley say, fuck you. And then they decide to keep brawling with each other and cause each other to be counted out. They'd rather fight each other than play with the fucking goddamn. The Texas. brawl goes longer than the match on the outside. Then the lights go out again. Someone attacks the Harris boys. However, did you guys notice that they turned the lights on too quick? As the blonde man and blonde hair man under that mask is seen still yeah. diving out the ring. Typical of you, I did not. Yeah. You didn't see it? Oh yeah. They turned the light on and the dude's still like leaving the ring. He's still he's and you're legitimately like, two steps in the ring uh, still. You're just like, oh my god. They 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 uh, they butchered it after but what? Who two weeks? Could it be? It was a blonde hair man. It looks like the maestro. <laughs> I thought the Harris boys. I thought it was Van Hammer. No, he was too. He wasn't tall enough. Mm. This was a regular sized dude. Like 
you could tell they didn't know who there was going to be, but they just needed somebody to do it. And then they turned the lights on too fast. I'm like, God damn it. Then we see David and Daphne watching TV giggling. We come back from commercial. Vampiro is attacking three count. Did we miss a three count performance? Yeah, you're going to every time because they don't have clearance for the song. And which I'm is okay with it. Which is just another good reason. Starting next week, that ain't gonna matter. All right. Thank you, Source. However, they're beating each other up. I'm like, okay, he's attacking them for some reason. But we find out that it's another lethal lottery match as it's going to be Evan Courageous and Vampiro versus David Flair and the Maestro. Jesus Christ. Did you guys? The two most talented guys in this entire fucking thing are standing on the outside. Did you did you guys like notice the Maestro's music piano is playing as he's already walking away from the thing? I'm like, oh, it's been that way for a couple weeks now. Now it's just music. Now, okay. Now it's they just... call me Mr. Wonderful. <sighs> okay. Um, however, uh, that guy Crowbar from the gas station came out of nowhere and attacked Maestro on the stage. <laughs> And Maestro is now his tag partner. God damn it. Checks out. Uh, Vampiro fights off all three count. They thro- he throws Courageous over the top rope onto them. Courageous hits the apron before falling on the two. Uh, Vampiro hits Nell and Coffin, but Crowbar hits Vampiro with the pipe. As three counts is distracting the ref, Crowbar puts Va- Flair on top of Vampiro for the win. Your w- and your winner, Dave Flair and Maestro? Or Vampire, or the Crowbar. You know, it's David Flair and Crowbar. Okay. You know, even as late as September when Bischoff was released, they didn't have a bad roster. Nope. But looking at the people in this tournament, mm. the fuck has happened in three months? Bro. They have switched places with 1997 WWF, where there was like four good performers and garbage the rest of the card. It's true. Holy Jesus Christ. Christ, man. This match almost broke me. I'm like, there's no talent in the ring, but you got Shane Helms and Shannon Moore on the outside. What the fuck? Um, after the match, Courageous gets to the ring, and, oh, so Courageous doesn't break up the pin, but then after the match, three count, uh, tries to sing again, but Flair and Crowbar beat up three count. First of all, though, although, dude, forgive me. There was one moment in this giant hand of shit that I that I did like. And that's when Three Count got in and started doing their shit. And David Flair got in behind him and started doing his little weird dance. I laughed. And then he attacked him. Then uh, Daphne and Flair uh, attack them. Then they make out. And then... Lenny and Lodi with the newest Nitro. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Who? Ooh, the standard and practices walk in. Yep. As it's Lenny and Lodi, or should I? <coughs> Who? Or, or, the artists formerly known as Lenny and Lodi are now standard and practices with the artist formerly known as the new Nitro Girl. Sky. Sky. Is now Miss Hancock. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, Russo tried for like basically from the first week he started to get a standards and practices. Uh, heel team on TV because he didn't like dealing with standards and practices. This is the exact same as RTC. Yep. Coming up. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Holy. It's, 
Not as good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and typical, like, let's take the one act that actually got kicked off TV for bystanders and practices and make them standards and practices. Uh, and it's not... I like the irony in it, but... It's not Lenny and Lodi, dude. That is Lane and Idle. There it is. With the rebel yell? Okay. He cries more, more, more. I mean, sorry, I got the name. Mm. Lodi's just Idle backwards because he looked like Billy Idle. As they said that, you know, uh, if people get out of hand, they will be taken off the show... And then Crowbar and David attack standard practices. That checks out. I'm circling the drain at this point. The show isn't. I am. Yeah. I mean, I'm like on my last legs here. As a, as a WCW lifer, all sentiment of, of positivity has left my body. It's only going to get better. <laughs> it's only going to get better as we see the NWA wondering if Scott's showing up. This is when we're having technical difficulties on the network because uh, previous software is this. But guys... We have another Lethal Lottery match, tag match right now. Oh, thank God. Disco Inferno and Big Vito. Shocking. Versus, oh, with Giant Bull and Super Silent Breadsticks versus Canyon and Buff Bagwell. What did Canyon do to deserve that? I don't know. Giant the Bull keeps... American Males. Giant the Bull keeps hitting on Canyon's girls. Canyon tags and Buff and then walks away because he is pissed off about it. Buff easily handles these two goons. Soup sound breadsticks give Buff a chain and uh, Buff. No, Disco, sorry. Disco with a chain. Disco hits Vito with it instead. Buff hits the blockbuster on Vito for the win. Then they attack Buff after the match. So your winners is Canyon and Buff Bagwell. Cool. Yeah. Fuck me. Then. Well, we're about to, because we're about to go to the main event. As uh, First, we're going to recap NWO spray-painting Sid's car, and then Sid tossing Henning on the hood. Then we see uh, Nash head to the ring with no Scott Hall. So our next match is part of the Lethal Lottery Tournament, as it's Kevin Nash versus The Wall and Sid. Um, Net Hall, <laughs> Nash gets the mic and says, Hall hasn't shown up, so give me a couple minutes. Then Hall is uh, on the announce table saying he has a gas bubble, yeah. uh, stretching, and Tony's like, I'm cool waiting. I want to see Hall in this match. <laughs> she wanted his zero fucks anymore. It's a handicap match because no NWO member can interfere. Brett ha- uh, hits the wall with a bat on the outside. NWO attacks the wall, <laughs> and Sid gives chase the ma- <laughs> as the other members attack the wall. Sid gets in the ring and throws the ref to the side, and all hell breaks loose. Brett's attacking the wall with a bat. Sid is attacking Jarrett. Nash hits uh, the wall with the bat, and Brett gets the ref inside to make the pin. So your winner is Kevin Nash. Nash goes for the powerbomb on Sid, but Ben Roll runs down and attacks the NWO. Then you see Scott Steiner limping his way down to the to the uh, ring with a bat. Tony is Scott Dinamon lead the sport this way, so he's going to get him some. Steiner tells Sid to uh, powerbomb Jarrett. As he's about to, Scott attacks Sid and Benoit. Steiner takes off that shirt, and he has an NWO t-shirt on. Brett gives the crowd, really? You didn't see that coming look? (laughs) (laughs) Skate, I, great. (laughs) Scott made it. Scott Scott made it, but not Uh... Scott Hall. Got him. And I then, loved it. I and, loved it. And then the NWO banner falls, and then the uh, pamphlets oh. fly from the rafters. 
And then all of a sudden, the NWO grabs Sid, throw him into the car, and then they get in the car. With a, with a, with a big sexy hood ornament. With a big sexy... Uh, but however, did you guys see uh, Steiner trying to get in the car? And he's just flicking the thing. The door's locked. And yeah. so like, he's like... Doop, 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 doop. Somebody let me in! Brett lets him in. And then they drive off with Nash giving him the parade (laughs) wave. And then they park the car in the back. And then all of a sudden, Brett leaves and he brings himself a monster truck and runs over Sid's car with Sid inside. Bum, bum, bum. That part was stupid, but I loved everything in the ring. God damn it. Fly, drives away like I, he's a fucking parade girl. I know it's one week. I love this NWO. It's fantastic. It's fucking amazing. I mean, it's far superior than the original. Far superior. <laughs> I, I will say this. So, as important as he was, I think I like Bret Hart as the leader more than Hogan right now. Yeah. It's been a week. I so, get it. But. It's only been a week, but can we say this? NWO B Team, NWO Black and Silver, and then the original... That's fair. That checks out. Or do we yeah, put Wolfpack? Or do we do we put Wolfpack in front of original? Which Wolfpack? Uh, oh, sorry, Elite. Okay. And then we do the original Wolfpack. Oh, I mean, LWO second. LWO second. We can all agree to that. Yeah. What about the BWO? And then BWO, and then the original NWO. Fair. Corey. I'm confused. Yes, <laughs> yes, all of that. Yes, okay. Just uh, making sure. I know? just want to say that uh, 1999 reformed NWO easily over 1999 reformed DX. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of DX, let's go to. Uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Oh, Before yeah. You can, we go I apologize. to you're Raw, do, you're gonna do the recap. Oh. I want to recap these fucking teams. Cool. <laughs> yes. Ugh. I want you guys to mark out no sell these teams for me, please. Oh, okay. pleasure me with your... Hey, do you have like a tournament, like a bracket? No, they didn't okay. do one. I know, they didn't. Buzzkill and Mike Rotunda. Ooh, that's a D minus. Nah, yeah, nah. not so much there. Uh, D Malenko and Conan. F. Maybe like three years ago. <laughs> Lash LaRue and Midnight. F. Ah, uh, nah. Didn't even make TV. It's fun. Uh, Harlem Heat. I mean, I mean B, B yeah. plus, B yeah. plus. PG-13. I'll go C plus, personally. No. Berlin and Rick Steiner. F. Asia and Norman Smiley. F minus. Duggan and Saturn. E. For everything. <laughs> the Harris Brothers. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. No. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to go no. Uh, Finley and Ming. You better say A+. Plus. Yeah, that, I'm gonna go yeah, fucking plus, find you. <laughs> to this day, A plus. Uh, Crowbar and David Flair. No, 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 I'm not feeling that one. F. Devin Courageous and Vampiro. F minus. No. Uh, the Outsiders. You know. Hey. 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 Uh, Sid in the Wall. D minus. Those are your tag teams in WCW. So, what disorderly conduct couldn't get a shot? God damn, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> why why is me and Mike and Tough Tom getting love hey, around here? I'm gonna call it now. Jeez. Easily, easily the worst nitro we've ever seen, in my opinion. And possibly because I can't, nothing is the only thing coming to mind is the, uh, there was a raw 
from um, Saudi Arabia or Kuwait. I think it was Kuwait, mm-hmm. like in April of 97. Often did that. Yeah. To me, it's between those, that one and this Nitro is the worst overall show of the Monday Night War era. It's, uh, yeah. Is it, is it worse than Bash at the Beach? <laughs> yes. Because that at least had direction of some sort. This, can you imagine if the individual wasn't on this show? Can you imagine if this horseshit led into Kiss? <laughs> <laughs> We've just seen a man murdered on television. Here's Kiss! Ah, <laughs> what a rock and roll oh, no. <laughs> Quick, name of the kick song. Beth. I'll wait. Beth. Uh, I just did. Love gun. Okay, yeah, but Beth. Get it, Ronnie? Only- the dick is the gun. <laughs> It's the only reason I know that this all yeah. Detroit Rock City. Hey, those chicks make uh All right. Let's get it raw, guys. Uh, let's go to Greensboro, North shiznit. Carolina. Doggy style. Hey, Buzzco wouldn't say that. I know. He gets you high. Ooh, on life. On life. Greensboro Coliseum. How about okay, that? Now, now that I'm fine with. Yeah. That's 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 my holy ground right there. It's the best match in history, Greensboro. What do you got, Corey? Mm, well, Jesus. The best <laughs> match is one we've never seen. Ooh. Because the 70s, I mean, I'm I mean, thinking Wahoo McDaniel and Ric Flair in their prime chopping the shit out of each other until they had no chest. But Clash of the Champions won, Sting and uh, Flair, the 45-minute draw that made Sting made a Sting. guy. That was Greensboro. Whoa. Made him a guy. All right, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> made him a man. There called Sting. I, uh... Imagine Ric Flair and Walter in a chop-off. Yes, please. Let's go to Monday night. You sound so... You sound like Walter Cronkite after a fucking assassination. <laughs> Let's go to Monday night. Monday night. Well, we're going to start off with a promo with one, uh, the mcmahon Helmsley era, as it's Triple H. No way, Stephanie. really? Triple H says that a big show will be defending his WF championship tonight. And it will be against him. Or as JR calls him, the whole night error. I think, uh, is, is that JR trying to be cute? Like yeah, Larry with the New World odor? Yep, it is. Yeah. Because Mankind said it once, and he's like, hey, I'm going to use that. It's funny. Stephanie says that she is a McMahon, and a McMahon keeps to the world word. So tonight, Kane will be taken on Xbox. Triple H tells the guys in the back that it would be easier for them to fight with them instead of against them. If they, uh, uh, he says that, uh, that they were learning a lesson, and everyone else will. Uh, Foley comes out. Uh, Mankind says that uh, that they won't be unionizing. Uh, he's by himself, and but he has stuff to get off his chest. Mankind used to think DX was pretty cool. Brings up a year ago that they had him on his shoulders as he mm-hmm. won the championship. A year later, he sees a group of gutless cowards who are running around like scared children hiding behind their mom and dad. Mankind then begins to point out each member of DX. Road Dog, um, how did it feel when Tess dropped the elbow on him? Road Dog is a talented person, but he's Triple H's uh, bootlicker. Mr. Ass, how's it feel be, uh, to have Kane's throw around uh, Kane's hand around your throat? Mr. Ass is more like Mr. Ass Kisser. X Pac wasn't here. La- uh, was lucky because he wasn't here last week. Um, Foley then gets inside the ring with DX, and Foley says Triple H wins the title tonight. He will leave. Uh, 
Um, if Triple H wins it, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, what does he say here? Oh, he wants Triple H. He doesn't care about any of the mouse. Uh, Foley says that he has a message for Stephanie. Uh, Godfather needs his hose. Uh, needs one of his hoes in the back. DX jumps <laughs> mankind until the Ooh. Rock comes out and makes the the save. Triple H says, "You know, I'm sick of this." Uh, they run up the ramp. The, this place is not big enough for the three of them. Someone has to leave. So tonight, Triple H is making a match. The Rock versus Mankind in a pink slip on a pole match. Loser is gone from WWF. They're fired. Bum, bum, bum. <coughs> uh, I mean, at least the pole match makes sense. Yeah, I guess. it's better than a tequila Third bottle. Third pinata. Uh, I actually enjoyed this segment quite a bit, especially Foley. Foley's literally the only reason I enjoyed it. Uh, it they need to switch this. I'm fine with the McMahon-Helmsley era and DX uh, being the hill. Can they switch it up at least one show a week? Where it's not the starts off with the long promo, then shenanigans throughout the night. Can we just switch it up? Is it weird to say this? So a few weeks ago when Stephanie crushed her promo, like justifying the heel turn, right? Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have that character yet. She's not there. Nope. Nope. And she, it's weird. She's very unconvincing right now. Yeah. It, she eventually grows into it yeah, damn she, well. you know. But she ain't there yet. Life imitates art. This is, this, is literally, this is literally watching somebody play a character. It's so bad, man. Yeah. It's real terrible. Then we go back to see. We see Kane pacing back and forth because uh, we get a recap of what happened last week on Raw, the outlaw is distracting Kane, forcing, making him lose his match, and the outlaw, uh, outlaw is kidnapping Tori. Our, uh, we see uh, China comes out with the cat as she calls out Crash Holly. Crash Holly's been talking trash about her. Probably on heat. Um, jacked. <laughs> then, uh, it's a jacked feed everybody watches. Then we see uh, uh, Tori just showed up to the arena. China uh, calls out Crash. They come on down. Crash. Uh, China hits a headlock, um, like slam for the win. Like grabs him by the, from behind and throws him down. Oh no! Holly is shocked uh, as he was on commentary. This match was pretty quick. As he says that he would never lose to a woman if it was hardcore. Uh, she would be lying on the ground. And hardcore then makes fun of Crash once uh, he leaves the dance. Then we go mm. backstage to see Tori hugging Kane. Tori is uh, telling Kane how her weekend with X-Pac was fabulous. And Kane's like, what? 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 X, uh, Tori says X-Pac was a total gentleman. She could have left <laughs> on her own uh, anytime, but she wanted to honor Kane's commitment. honor Kane's word, so I stayed all weekend. I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit <laughs> on all of that. Despite the pampering <laughs> and the presence, she was only thinking of Kane. Uh-huh. Well, I just got to say, I love Kane. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? The man that can only talk with the Summer, voice. Yeah. Summer Austin's like, what? Hmm. I like that. <laughs> it's easy. Hey, Kane, don't say what anymore. Then, then we get during the break, and we see the Brooklyn Brawler talking to Tori, and then all of a sudden, Tess shows up, puts his arm around her, 
And it's canceled. And hey, how was your weekend? And then she freaks out and then runs off. Hmm. Okay. Bit of an overreaction. Bit, bit. Just a hug, but you know. Uh, our next match is The Godfather and D'Lo Brown versus the Dudley Boys. Who? Oh, DeLorean Brown. Yes. Versus Edge and Christian versus the Acolytes. However, however, we have a special guest <laughs> timekeeper, Pete Gass, special guest referee, Joey Abs, <laughs> and a special ring announcer, Rodney. Rodney was awesome here. D'Lo comes out. Uh, <laughs> the fake pimp wannabe with a rubber neck. <laughs> The two brothers with different mothers, as the Dudleys. The d- 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 Dudley boys. <laughs> two pretty boys coming through the crowd who fight over the mere time. And then the, the greatest tag team and our best <laughs> friends. Our best friends. <laughs> the Acolytes. So funny. God damn it. That was good. Also, I just to point out, the four teams you just said, put them up against the 16 fucking teams I just read in the other goddamn show. Easily better. Oh, my God. Uh... <laughs> Fuck, give me the posse over that However, shit. this match goes for a little bit until the posse jumps Bradshaw. The posse Bradshaw. got number three team in that tournament. <laughs> yeah. The three seed? Yeah. yeah. Uh, posse jump Bradshaw. Dudley's hit a reverse neckbreaker. Yeah, because I give the outsiders in Harlem heat above them, and that's yeah. it. Yep, yep. <laughs> they hit a reverse neckbreaker, and I love the fact that Jer always thinks that's the 3D. He's yeah, he, stupid. Even back then, he didn't fucking care or pay attention. Uh, abs hits a fast count. <laughs> So your winners are the Dudley boys. Well, Bradshaw gets a chair and blasts yeah. Rodney no, and Abs with it. That. Then they double spine buster gas and then double powerbomb Joey Habs for their friendship. Oh, god damn it, man. I uh this feud entertains me. I don't know why, but it does. It's good. really entertaining. And our best friends. Uh, then we see Kane with Tori as she's pacing back and forth as Kane's telling her to calm down. What's wrong? Test. Calm your tits. What? Test. Test violated oh, me. God. And then K- Kane does the like, <sighs> soap opera. No! It was so bad. This is worse than Stephanie's acting. This is so cringe. Are we talking Tori or are we talking. Oh, pick. Uh, okay. Yeah. This is so cringe. Hey, my response, my rebuttal. What? <laughs> God. I have a question for you. This is bringing up, considering all the terrible, in terms of acted, mm-hmm. but also morally based stuff that they've had Kane in, is there going to be enough of Kane on the network to justify a Hall of Fame induction? Well, he's a mayor now, so they can say they inducted a sitting mayor. There's that. And he is going for re-election. God, they have what? a president, a governor, a mayor, a couple mayors. Is it Springer in it too? Yeah, yeah. A couple mayors. Jesus Christ! What? <laughs> no, he's not in yet. No, although he's undefeated. Then we go backstage with Tri- Triple H and Stephanie. They're talking about about the end of the careers for Rock and uh, Mankind. Triple H brings up. Speaking of ends, uh, how's that Angle Street going? Uh, he uh, he's like, hey, did you make sure to tell Blackman to stay out of his match tonight? Yeah, I told him. All right, good because he's in a he's in a handicap match, and then I went, I went, I know who he's facing, and he's like, he's facing the headbangers tonight. That's uh, all right. Kane busts in, busts in, and says, I don't want Xbox anymore. I want Test. See, I know that's what that's not how it like came across to me. It came across like 
they wanted Kane out out of the match and Xbox to face test. It was weird the way they did it. So when the match happened, I was like, "What? <laughs> I want test." I was very lost. He the finally. whole thing made me scratch my head. Yeah, I know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Let's go to our next match as it's a. Uh, Kurt Angle versus the Headbangers. As Lillian is talk, introducing Kurt, he has to interrupt her and talk about I the three eyes. Karen Angle. <laughs> As, uh, it's only good Angle Jarrett was in. Uh, Greensboro <laughs> doesn't have most intelligent people in the world, and they never will. Not wrong. They got two out of the three, and that's good for them. That's enough. Oh, goodbye. Uh, Blackman runs down the ring and attacks Mosh. Angle rolls him up for the win while Blackman is getting thrown into the steel steps. Headbangers attack Angle after the match. How Blackman chases them off. Angle does his celebration first of uh, gold medals, baby. We go backstage and see Triple H. He's not so happy. He asked Stephanie if uh, Blackman, uh, if he told him to stay out of Angle's match, and she's like, you must have forgot. He's not a scientist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Angle. See, like, it is this, like, she does stuff like that that's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. She's, like, such a snarky bitch. I prefer that to the uh, castrating For sure. uh, wench that she became. So she either becomes that, or she just... Cannot deliver a performance that is believable. It's just, it's such a weird time for her. It really is. Uh, and then she goes, Angle's a good wrestler, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, in trouble, it's like, I could kill him. <laughs> we go, we see a pro, we go backstage with a promo with uh, Cole and Mankind. Mankind thinks this is the stupidest idea and he hates himself that he has to go through, through it. Man kind of says that, you know, his final days are up, but it'd be a shame if the Rocket leaves because he has plenty of time left. Man kind of asks forgiveness for the fans because if uh, he's going to do something that they don't want him to do, and that's get rid of the Rock. Then we get a promo of Al Snow. During Al Snow's uh, entrance, we get the orange lights. Al says that he's been in the business for 17 years. He's, he's missed his kids growing up. He's lost his best friend, and tomorrow people won't acknowledge uh, his performance. Snow says some TV writer didn't have to say uh, say this, but he hates everybody here. Uh, Snow says that uh, he won't make another sacrifice, but it's uh, it, but then is interrupted by Chris Jericho. Question for you both: Nine inches. Didn't this uh, promo by One Out Snow sound super familiar? Mm-hmm. A la Roddy Piper from a week ago of yep. him. I've been here for seventeen years and blue blah blee and I've done, I miss my kids walking. Um, you know we talked about last week uh, the lack of baby faces on Nitro and we were trying to come up with number two. Yeah, Chris Jericho is number two in this company right now. Uh-huh. It's The Rock and Jericho over Foley. Yeah. The, the reactions he gets now is insane. You know, I've been watching, you know, this weekly. Yep. And we are getting to a I point. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Joe here. You just watch halfway through yeah. and stop watching. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still <laughs> mad that you guys have seen that I don't finish Thunder or SmackDown. <laughs> Which, we, by, I got to say before, sorry. Somehow, I, I go to my network stuff. Somebody like, has my login, and I'm like, they've been watching this stuff before me, so like, I'll go to that episode, and I'm like, who the fuck watched January 5th of 2000? And I'm like, but somebody has. I'm looking at it weekly. Yep. And I'm wondering, 
why aren't you doing something? Like, in 98, just two simple years earlier, even with Austin, they'd have done something more with Jericho. He wouldn't have been the world champ because Austin was yeah. there. But they'd have done something to capitalize. He'd been in title feud, for sure. Now, I get it. It's only been a couple months, but it's been in the last month and a half. Those pops have tripled. I mean, he's getting the sing-along with the rock treatment. Every yeah. every word he says, they sing along with him now. And I just don't understand why they didn't do anything then. I, I, it boggles my mind. <sighs> you know the business going in the toilet? Put yeah. the belt on Jericho. And that's really all you need to say. <laughs> there it is. There you go. Uh, Jericho interrupts Snow. I should on Twitter and tell him how good he is. Oh, that's right. You can't. Can't do it. Um, Jericho <laughs> says that he's heard of all Snow's reasons and about uh, reasons. And uh, Snow's issue with the Jellicoholics and his suggestion is, uh, shut the hell up. <laughs> Short to the point. Short to the point. So our next match is for the Intercontinental Championship as it's Al Snow versus Chris Jericho. Al hits the snow plow, but China runs down and hits Al Snow with head. The promo went longer than the match. You got something? I think it's A. Okay. <laughs> no, it's at A for Al. Uh, we go backstage with Mark Henry talking to Harvey Wimpleman, telling him that, hey, they, he should come out and join us for a double date. Harvey says he will only go on a date if Moolah puts him in a move that he can't escape. Moolah grabs his ear, and then he says, we're going. Harvey says, I'll do anything for you, Mark. You're my friend. So let's go. Our next match is a pink slip on a pole match. The Rock versus Mankind. Um... They fight for a bit. Rock goes to the climb the, for the pink slip, but Al Snow comes down, hits the rock with head. Al tells Foley to climb climb up. Uh, Foley begins to climb and then stops and get, gets down. And then as Al celebrating, but Foley attacks, uh, throws Al over the top rope. Rock hits rock bottom on Foley. Mankind puts Mr. Sacco on the rock, and then they both climb up the pole. Rock uh, slams Foley's head on the pole. Foley takes a big bump. Oh God, man! He like he slides down the pole yeah. and then like hits his shoulder first on the apron. Rock then grabs the uh, pink slip and he wins. However, he's pissed about it, so he crumples it up and tosses it and storms to the top. I uh, so I like that a lot. I like that interplay between the two. Um, as brutal as that bump was, that's probably the safest way to fall off that pole for him. Right, right. Um, the only part I like about the match, and there's nothing you can really do about it, is there was no doubt Rock was winning. Like, I mean, they're not going to fire the Rock, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's the only thing that took me out of it a little bit. Um, but I like the segment. Uh, we see DX in the back wow. celebrating the... Uh, <laughs> I thought it was effective. I thought for what they want to do, furthering Triple H and Steph as power-hungry megalomaniacs, uh, trying to get rid of the people that cause the immediate danger to them. Um, Yeah, it was effective. And, yeah, it was obvious The Rock was going to win, but it was the right move because you knew, you already knew that Foley Triple H was the next feud. Yep. So this is obviously just stoking the flames for that. Uh, Very effective. Hmm. We get a uh, promo from Foley saying that it's not a shame to lose The Rock. Uh, Foley says that he was going to call it quits in the year 2000. He thanks the fans for t- uh, thanks the fans and telling them to go watch some of his old matches. We, they keep showing uh, DX as they're telling him to wrap it up. 
the crowd gives uh, him a standing ovation. JR stands up and tells King to stand up with him. Uh, then we see Mankind telling Edge, Christian, the Hardys, and the Godfather that they're the future. Well, four or five ain't bad. Once again, <laughs> they're splitting. Um, they're splitting uh, Roddy Piper between Snow and Mankind. Snow does the promo, oh, and Mankind does the. Mankind was talking to the Hardys and Edge Christian. Who the fuck was that idiot talking to? PG thirteen and some other jabronis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're splitting up. They're splitting up the old role, the old timer. Yeah, that's the Hardy you know. Boys of WWE. <laughs> no, 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 that's the two cool of WWE. There it is. Three Let, counts. The Hardy Boys. Yes. Let's go to our next matches. It's a four corners Lash, intergender match. Lash Larue and Midnight. That's the Edge and Christian. As it's Val Venus and the Cats versus Jackie and Viscera versus right. Albert and Ivory versus Gangrel and Luna. I legitimately got excited for a second. I'm not kidding you. Because I thought you meant Ernest Miller. Nope. The cat. I was like, yeah, man. No worries. Uh, yeah. The nah. highlight of this match is this. JR is Adam. so pissed <laughs> about Foley being fired. And what does King say? One can't agree one, forever. One can't agree forever. <laughs> As the cat walks out. <laughs> Uh, Venus hits the money shot on Viscera, but Teddy Long says it's the wrong guy. Albert then uh, kicks Val for the win. We go off-site. Bro kick. Bro kick. Oh. Then we go off-site with uh, the double date, Henry, May, Moolah, and Harvey. Henry reads May a poem, and they try to have Harvey do one. That's when I tuned out. Uh, we go backstage. We, go, we see backstage Mankind going to the production hand and thanking everybody. See... The Mark Henry, Whippleman, May, and Mula shit is every bit as terrible, cringy, and Bush League as the worst stuff we saw in Nitro. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that the DF is giving you really good shit in other segments. It's followed up immediately by like an awesome Mankind segment or preceded because by like, a Mankind segment. But don't ever, don't ever forget they're producing equally terrible shit. It's just that their batting average is way higher at the moment. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our next match as it's X-Pac versus Jeff Hardy. Okay. Okay. All right. Jeff hits X-Pac with a baseball slide over the top rope, bottom rope, not the underneath the bottom rope. That was cool. Uh, he hits his springboard moonsault. Jeff hits lands his, on his feet. Yeah. Bananas. <laughs> Jeff Hardy, man. Uh, Jeff hits a scissor kick. Head scissors uh, on X-Pac, and X-Pac goes to the ropes. Uh, Jeff goes on top of the guardrail and does his run and jump. However, X-Pac punches him in the gut. Uh, X-Pac focuses on Terry that gets her to go in the ring. She falls down. Jeff jumps over her back and hits a leg splash. Oh, he jumps off her back. Jumps off they her back. They do the yeah, yeah. Hardy Boy yep. move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hardy then hits a swanton, but X-Pac kicks out. That pissed me off so much. Like, it's not there yet. That's the thing. Like he's been hitting it so many times. And of course it should. Out. It should be there. That's the point. And this fucker kicks out of well, it. Well, because right now his finisher is the four fifty. Fucking garbage. Uh, Jeff hits a moonsault over. Uh, or hits a moonsault over X Pac. Lands on his feet, but X Pac hits a low blow and an X factor for the win. I actually enjoyed this match. It was. It was I good. did except for that ending sequence. Yeah, it was a good match. Kick out of the Swanson for an upcoming star, but you're fucking X Factor. No, all right. Uh, we go off site to the double date as a fan asks for the autograph. Uh, Harvey ha- helps him spell out his name. 
The fan asked Henry, hey, I got a question for you. Why are you such a loser? <laughs> Henry laughs it off, and he's like, no, no, seriously. Why do you suck? Why do you suck? Like, you're with this old broad. Uh, you <laughs> couldn't win at the Olympics. You overslept, I've heard. This, this, and then May and Mula beat the crap out of the guy. That's funny. <laughs> Why are you such a loser? <laughs> but here's the funny thing. The last segment, fucking, you just talked about how yeah. shitty it was, but then this segment was like, hey, by the way, why are you a loser? And it's well, hilarious. Because I wasn't those four performers doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it was else. That's so you all need to know. Uh, our next match is Kane with Tori versus Test. Test tries to tell he didn't do anything. The Test, the Test, uh, Barry tour. I yeah. like this. I like. I have enough women problems of my own. I don't need another one. <laughs> yeah. Kane wouldn't listen. Kane destroys Test. Tori's yelling at Test. Kane grabs and still steps and hits Test with it in the face with it. Not his nose. Bum bum bum. Uh, Kane throws the ref down. Kane tombstones test and Tori slaps test. The barrier terror. I don't care what all y'all say. I don't. It'll, it'll turn around. Bullshit. If I'm test, I'm calling Vince Russo after the show. Uh, that show looks terrible, but I mean, could you use me? Goddamn. I mean, you're the guy in a mask. I have blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. When we see mankind saying goodbye to officials in the back, he says that here's son Stooges paperwork to see if he can become one. <laughs> uh, DX, we go to DX and say, hey, we gotta get him out of here. Uh, then we go Cole, the Big Show, and Big Show's like, guys, I'm not stupid. He knows Triple H is going to do, uh, every, since he's in charge, he, we know what he's doing. Big Show says that uh, any challenge Triple H has given, uh, the Big Show has squashed them. So, I like that. The fact that he's like not playing dumb. Not dumb. Yeah. I get it. He's in charge. He's going to go after me. He wants my title. Uh, our next match for the WWF Tag Team Championships. Too cool with Rakishi versus the New Age Outlaws. Before the match, Rakishi sidekicks Mr. Ass. Sky Chahadi hits the worm, but the king calls it the centipede. They've been calling it that. Ugh. Grandmaster Sexay hits his leg drop from the top rope. X Pac gets in the ring. X Factors Grandmaster Sexay and Road Dog cover for the win. I honestly thought Too Cool was going to win it. Until. I had no doubt they were going to lose that match. <laughs> For like a split second, the joy. Nowhere near that level. I know. (laughs) Uh, Rikishi hits Rodog with a spike pile driver. Uh, Rikishi then hits X-Pac with the belly belly and goes to the corner splash, but Gun pulls him from underneath the ropes. After the match, too cool, and Rikishi dance like normal. Uh, We see Mankind sitting outside, and Stephanie and Triple H run up and tell, hey, your ass is fired. You got to leave the arena. I kind of like this part, actually. Like, why the fuck are you still here? Get the fuck out of my arena. Right. Then we go outside with May and Henry just finished having sex, and Mula's telling him to shut up. What about just making a sweet romance? And then we see Rimpleman pops up out of the blankets, sweating. So we're two. We're one for three on the oh, God. double date si- I situation. I forgot about that. I mean, if you're... Oh, oh. Ah. Nope. Nope. Yep. Mm-mm. That's a big no for me, dog. I think, I think he did it doggy style. <laughs> I think he got. I think he got lockjaw. <laughs> uh, our main event: it's Triple H versus Big Show for the 
WWF Championship. Weird. Triple H makes this match a no DQ match. You don't say. Tells DX to stay in the ramp to make sure no one gets involved. It was a it was a world title match. Saying it's no DQ is redundant. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> worthless. We get a ref bump. Triple H throws. Uh, Which again I hate. Is no DQ match. The ref. You don't need a ref DX bump. DX runs down and hits the Big Show with the title belt. They Head wake up hat. Tim White, but Show kicks out. Triple H yells. So they're fighting. And yeah. Triple H yells, Side, side slam! <laughs> I heard it sounds like... And then he run, runs into the side slam. I'm like, God like, damn it. Burr, 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 burr. Right? <laughs> it was so I, clear. Side slam! And I was like, I was like wow. You I know thought, what? Actually, I, that's not what he yelled, Joe. No. Saganoff! <laughs> Can you hear me off as I scream your name? Uh, DX attacks Big Show again. Uh, Big Show double cho- uh, clothesline outlaws, choke slams X Pac, and then Road Dog. Uh, Triple H hits Big Show with the chair and goes for the pedigree. But Mankind comes out of nowhere and hits Triple H with the chair. This guy really sucks at getting fired, right? He does. Big Show then uh, security no. choke slams Triple H. Yeah, <laughs> a fan j- jumped the what gate. The hell? Uh, choke slams Triple H for the win, and we end Raw with Triple H screaming. At the camera. Boy, that crowd fucking popped when Big Show won, too. Yep. They st- oh, they thought they're they were still seeing- there. I so I was like, he fucking won the match. They thought he was. They thought they were seeing a title change. One they didn't I want. I one hundred percent thought Triple H won this Me match. Me too. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is it. Fuck. Finish the finish the year with the. So they got me with the finish. I did not yeah. know that Big Show won. I me was too. like, and that crowd fucking lost it. I was like. In my mind, I was like, oh, New new Year, you're going to do that storyline of New Year, New Champ. There's still something there with him, man. There's, he's still there. If they also fucking do it. It means less now than it did in the 80s. But Greensboro, mm-hmm. diehard WCW country, yeah. up until a year ago, that guy was synonymous with WCW. Yep. Man. So, guys, what was the best? I mean, raw raw by a lot. (laughs) I've already shared my personal opinions on Nitro. Fuck. Hmm. Well, it was raw. Let's see how the ratings would uh, reflect this, shall we? Last week, WCW got a 3.2, and WWF got a 5.8. I can tell you this. WWF stayed at a 5.8. WCW, 2.9. Good. Good. Deserved it. Fuck you, you should have gone, sh- gone further down. Can't wait to see next year's next week's rating. I cannot believe anybody who watched this show is like, you know what? I need more of that. Yeah, sure. Next week will be better. Yeah, they um wasn't good. So this guy's was the last Last Raw last, last Monday of ninety nine. Last, last three hour nitro. Last Thank three hour nitro. Christ. So let's uh, finish this year off with our... Did they ever do another one? Nope. No. Oh, thank God. Let's finish this episode with our, uh, one of our favorite things. It's the award show. Let's start off with best match. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. That's actually rough. Cause I think I might go uh, Jarrett. And Kidman. 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 I did like that. Uh, I'm, go, that I'm going Hardy and a... That was the other one for Hardy me. Hardy and Xbox. Except for the ending fucking pissed me off, so... Worst but. match? Well, there's about six tag <laughs> yeah. matches. Uh, David Flair and Crowbar versus the other fuck nut team they faced. <laughs> <laughs> 
the whatever the whoever the fuck it yeah, was. I got it was them. I gotta find a ta- tag match. I'm gonna go with uh, Bagwell and Canyon <laughs> against uh, Disco Douche and uh, Big Baldy Italian guy. God damn it! Uh, I'm gonna go Shane and Tank Abbott. <laughs> uh. Hey guys, who was your MVP? Hmm. I gotta go Foley again. I thought about Foley. I'm trying to think if there's anybody better than Foley that I like. Uh, I'm uh, going, Bret Hart. I'm going Brett. I'm going go Brett. Give it up. Fantastic career. Yeah, he sucked. Uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> More than good. Scotty suck. Yada, yada. I gotta be honest, Scott. You were never that good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's Brett for me. Yep. Who was your Moa Dib? Tori. He, yeah. he violated me. me. Yeah. And if you hated Tori on Raw, wait till SmackDown. Oh boy. Yeah, it's Tori for me, Doc. Tori for me, too. So, guys, uh, WTF. <laughs> well, well, uh, I think it's pretty much all going to be Corey's. Corey, what's your WTF? <laughs> uh, everything on Nitro that's not in WO. Holy fuck. Vince Russo. You're a hack. You're dude. This we actively gave you a chance. Knowing what happens. Knowing. And we were like, you know what? Maybe we misremembered it. We didn't. Maybe it's not that bad. It's actually worse. That's worse. It's actually worse. We we gave you three weeks. We're like, okay. You fuck yeah. Vince Russo. Re- remember after like three weeks, you're like, guys, he's doing decent by trying to push people and this, that. And then fourth week. This is the third tournament. <laughs> Since he's been here, dude. How many pole matches have we had? Three? A lot. Yeah. Um, Tori. Yeah. I've watched a lot of indie wrestling. Yeah. And I mean indie, indie like, well, like some of the GCW level. Um, I've watched every episode of Impact. Yep. TNA from the beginning. A Poisoned by Vince Russo. I watched WCW 91. WCW 95. And we just finished WCW 99. I've watched Dying Day AWA. Yep. Nothing touches this episode of Nitro for the single worst episode of wrestling I've ever watched. Think of the ground that covers. Nothing from the last year of Raw for WWE touches this. This was abysmal. Give me the fiend all day yes. long. Yeah. I need give me fifteen fiend promos. Give me fucking Baron Corbin pissing off the universe. You know what? Give me, give me the fiend eating dog food with Baron Corbin. Yes. Let Alexa get those hands by Braun. Let Braun go choo choo across the ring. All fucking give me all of that before you give me <sighs> anything from this Nitro again besides Bret Hart. You are a national Canadian treasure. Uh, America uh, doesn't deserve I you. I have to agree. Uh, yeah, the it's, WTF is It's Russo. just Vince Russo is WTF. Yep. Yeah, and I asked you last week because mm-hmm. he didn't know. And he hasn't seen these. And I asked you, I asked, do you think at the end of Starcade, when he did the Montreal Screwjob 2.0, mm-hmm. that that's the moment they got buyer's remorse? For sure. Like, it, it had been building. But you think that's the moment where they're like, we have to get rid of him. If not, 
Is this episode where it's like, so Jesus I actually think it's Christ. this episode because I think you made a good point last week where they didn't have to, but they did that ending to set up the Goldberg thing and then Goldberg fucked that up. Yeah. So then they got you this. So I think at this point they're like, well, we um, fucked up. Okay. Yeah. So this brings it into this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. You can. Uh, Listen to all of our shows at NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com. You can also listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 